Okay, you want me to lead it or bring us in? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Get ready. Get set. Here we go. Hey, guys. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Welcome to Shaylee and Katie, the podcast. We're two work-from-home entrepreneurs who are laughing our way through life, parenthood, and owning creative businesses. I'm Katie Day, a photographer, comedy writer, performer, and mom of three with one on the way. And I'm Shaylee Murphy, a video producer, interior designer, and mom of one. Hey guys, welcome back to Shaylee and Katie, the podcast, uh, coming to you from two locations today. Shaylee, where are you two at? Two locations. Where are I at? Where are you at? I'm in the clo- I'm in the closet. I'm in my closet too. No, I'm sorry. I'm in my home studio. <laughs> there it is. Home studio. I'm in my home studio. We're keeping it real today, guys. We're literally both in uh, custom sound closets that also hold we're in our we're in our in-home sound booths there you go um be jealous it's glamorous <laughs> today we're going to talk about getting out of the house with kids but specifically where you where you go with them where where do you go what, with them yeah what do you do once you get out of the house <laughs> getting out of the do? house is half the battle getting out of the house uh we had an episode earlier about getting out of the house like for the things you have to do like grocery shopping or whatnot like just keeping those things sane but today is more about the fun stuff that you intentionally go do with your kids right uh the weather the weather's getting warmer uh that always makes me feel excited to kind of plan some some fun outings uh spring is upon us shortly followed by summer so before we get into all that this episode is brought to you by pollen pollen it's kind of as exciting as is fun activities. Pollen. It's uh, spring and pollen's a real thing. Guys. And they were like, we're not all bad. I will say we I feel I feel sensitive. I feel sensitive about this sponsor. I know like I should just I said should suck it up and be a businesswoman and take their money. But I happen to be allergic right. to pollen. They're actually just paying us in, in fresh cut flowers. But <laughs> I do want the flowers, so we we do need to talk about it. I know. So I, I am happy with what pollen provides. I'm happy about flowers. I'm happy that all of my trees have leaves again. It's it's pretty, but I don't like what it does inside of my body. Anyway. You were sniffling a little bit earlier. Yeah, man. And I thought it was kind of ironic that <laughs> pollen fell yeah, on the same weird. day that you're sniffling. So um, It's everywhere. It's on my car. Oh, yeah. If you drive a black car, hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So we need some taglines for pollen. Okay. Uh, pollen. I'm dying. Pollen. <laughs> it's just like a. It's like it's spreading its own ashes all over everything, including your nostrils. Yep. Mm, pollen. We're not all bad. We're just doing our job, guys. Oh, so you're being We're pollen in this one. You're being pollen. I'm being pollen. Oh, I was if you being, can't tell, then I wasn't doing a good job. I was being me. <laughs> I was the one that was. You were being dying. me. Yeah, I was um, being myself. Pollen. We're just giving the bees a job to do. We employ bees. Because they're endangered. It's like a good thing. Apparently, they are endangered. I keep hearing about it. I'm trying to care. Yeah, you you can't buy honey at the local health food store. Wow. They don't sell it. That's serious. Because they're supportive of the bees. <laughs> You'd think that to support the bees, you would buy honey. Yeah, but instead it's like, we're not going to buy the honey because they're endangered. But what they don't know is that if the bees are all unemployed, 
then who's <laughs> going to support them? The economy? I don't know. <sighs> this politics. has been... It's complicated. Politics is complicated. Thanks, this has Colin. been Shaley Explains Environmental Troubles. <laughs> you know... I'm well-versed. Some people don't want to go near it, but I'll address it. I'll talk about the hard <laughs> the hard facts. Okay. Thanks, Paulin. Thanks, Paulin. Thanks for doing your job. You're just doing your job. Even if we suffer through the process. You're just doing your job. Um, yeah. Maybe the problem's me, honestly. Maybe it's me. I feel like every problem that could be the answer for. Maybe the problem <laughs> is me. If everyone just asked that question, <laughs> the world would be a better place. Maybe Paulin should ask itself that. Okay, so getting into the content here, um, I want to talk about how a lot of times as a stay-at-home mom, you start to feel a little cooped up, you start to feel a little cabin fever, and this can hit you in the winter, but it also can hit you any season, really, because you have to think Mm -hmm. about, I'd like to get out of the house, but I've got all these kids, or even one kid, just it's going to be... There's some unknowns. There's some variables. Is it going to hit on the right nap situation? Is it going to hit in the right potty time if you're potty training? Like, you're, you're thinking mm-hmm. about a lot of stuff. And sometimes you just sort of sigh and you stay put. And at the end of the day, you're like, dang it. Well, I, w- I wanted to get out of the house, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I know I'd feel better if I did, but I don't know. So I wanted to start this off with some motivation tips. On just motivating yourself to get out of the house. And I don't know if you've ever heard me say this before, (laughs) but what (laughs) I like to do is try to make decisions in advance. (laughs) Stop it. Every time. If this is your first episode, that is truly my life's life's pledge. Katie Um, has to listen to like a pre-recorded pep talk to herself every time (laughs) she gets out of the house. No, but what's fun is you don't want to wait until the day of whatever, to try to see if you're going to feel like something. What you want to do is you try to, like, you're going to set up something or commit to something that's a week away or a month away uh, or a standing commitment, something that is recurring, and then you just, you're going to summon the motivation to go do it because you already committed to it. That's that's what works for me anyway. So some of those things can be really, really easy, like setting up a standing play date. Now, Shaylee and I Mm. have a couple friends who... uh, their job falls within the school year, and so they have summers off. So for the summer, we had just sort of a, a weekly standing, rotating play date. I think there was like five or six moms, and each person took a t- turn hosting. So it's not like every yeah. single Wednesday you're stressed out cleaning your house, but it's like we all know the score, and everybody, uh, everyone in that group was is super cute at hosting. And, like, of course, they all got brunchy and... Like maybe whoever little... hosted had like bagels or yeah. little like muffins they made or something. For yeah, you. and and maybe it's not homemade, but it's it's fun to entertain. Boxed especially... muffins, <laughs> purchased <laughs> bagels. Mine were bought. Um, but then <laughs> everyone kind of knows the score. Like we know we're all moms. We know we all have kids. We know they're gonna get into the toys. Like we know it's right. It's gonna be fine. And um, and we know that we all just went to your house the last week, so it's going to, like, you had to clean up extra, yes, but this time you don't, and it's going to be fine. Yep. Um, So that was nice, and you don't know. You don't know in advance, like, am I going to really feel like leaving the house on Wednesday? No. Don't overthink it. You just go, because you're Well, you're, you're, you're not. You're not going <laughs> to feel like it. And you're not going to feel like cleaning your house to host, but then once everyone's there, you're happy you did it. Exactly. Exactly. And you get that buzz from, yeah. from fellowship and... and 
friendship and all the all the community um seeing humans yeah yeah you know human beings adults that like speak the same language as you like are witty and another but another tip on like deciding in advance um if I wake up, even if I feel like it, and I'm like, yeah, I feel like doing something today. We're going to do something. By the time I, like, get a load of laundry in, get Opal fed, get her changed into an outfit, then it's like, oh, man, it's almost time for a morning nap. Put right. her down for the nap. I get myself ready. By the time we're, like, getting out, quote, unquote, I have, like, a 45-minute window before her next nap. And it's, like, then it's, like, not even worth it. I don't even have enough time. Right. And so it's you have to prepare in advance just so that you can, like, hit the ground running, you know, and, right. and plan the time. Because sometimes it takes so long to get out of the house if you're not pre-planning that, you know, it doesn't happen. Or it's just not worth it. It's right. not worth it with the time you have. And that's coming from someone with one child. No, but totally. Because your whole morning can get away from you if you if you let it. So if you know you need to be somewhere at 9 and other people are <laughs> planning on you being there, then you're going to yeah. hop to it. You are. All of a sudden you hear Sesame Street come on and you're like, no, it's 930. <laughs> Is that how you tell time? Yes. Um, yes. Yes. That's how I tell time. <laughs> I just, I just constantly have a rotation of television on all day. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't. I'm a good mom. I'm a good mom. But there is TV involved. <sighs> um, some other ways you can commit to recurring types of things are like, okay, so you guys probably already know this, but in case you don't, I live in the country and it's pretty much 30 minutes from anything. Um, so uh-huh. that's kind of like an extra layer of like, eh, do I want to drive 30 minutes to, and then drive 30 minutes back? That's already an hour. Is it even, I don't know. So one thing that helped me last year and I was a little bit skeptical because I was like, is this going to exa- be exhausting or is this going to be energizing? Cause there's a fine yeah. line a lot of times, but, um, <laughs> for me, I found it to be super energizing. And what I did is I signed up my daughter for a camp and I had never done anything like this before. They have all mm. kinds of programs in the summer. I mean, check out Google it in your area, but they have art camps, ballet camps, theater camps, science camps. I mean, anything. A lot of them are one mm-hmm. week. Um, this one was two weeks long. Um, we ended up doing a little musical theater thing. She um, got to go mm. for just a couple hours in the morning for two weeks. And at the end, she got to perform this full-blown musical and it was uh ages four through 18 so the the end product was amazing <laughs> like it was really really oh, good because four I, through 18 yeah because they have it i mean they have it subdivided you know like she was only in numbers with little kids anyway and so the 18 you know the high schooler aged uh middle schooler age they stay all day the little kids are only there for a couple hours so it ends up with this really amazing yeah. show and um she had so much fun but then what i found is I had to be there, um, you know, from nine, I had to be there by nine and pick her up by noon, I think it was. And so then I am in town. That's so country of me. I'm in town. <laughs> I'm coming into town for three hours. <laughs> but I'm required to stay in the town for three hours. That's with my, totally true. With I my remember. Other that's, that's, we would hang out. And that's when we did the going out podcast where we recorded getting out with kids at Gailey's that didn't work. Um, right, right. We just did like a snippet of it. Right. That was during that time, during the summer Exactly. Camp. <gasps> exactly. That so, means it's almost been a year, guys. I it's know. almost been Isn't a year. Isn't that crazy? I know. Knowing like, then it's kind of like a fun problem solving game of like, well, we've got two and a half hours. We're in this. Yeah. We're in the town. Let's go figure something out. And so, again, I wasn't sure if that was going to be kind of exhausting or overwhelming by, like, day four. But it really wasn't. It didn't yeah. get old. It was nice. Like, by the end of the day, I was always like, wow, what a full, fun day we had. And then at the end of the two weeks, you're kind of like, okay. And that was 
that was great for two weeks. I think it might have been a little tiring to do every day, you know. But right. um, but it was two weeks. It was That's good. Fun. Like it was action packed and fun, and um, we checked a lot of things off of our little summer bucket list, which I'll get to in a second. Um, but then also every day the decision was made for you for right. two weeks every day. Getting out of the house, going into town. <laughs> um, so then another thing. Uh, we're going to do that same camp again this summer. But another thing that I'm already doing, and I've, I've already signed her up because in case you have not listened to a previous episode, I am pregnant with my fourth child. Um, so I get super duper cabin fevery, like, dep- like kind of pretty much depressive during pregnancies. Even though I'm like, I look mm-hmm. out the window and I think I'd be so much happier if I left this house. And then I don't. Like, it's super silly and pathetic and um so again i know that about me and i know if i if i stall i probably won't do it so i'm signing up everybody for everything now because i'm like because <laughs> i'm like i don't feel like it but i'm gonna i'm gonna do it do they um, like cost range oh it just totally How? varies it totally varies is it um totally varies but, but what, like hundreds of dollars like 80s of dollars 80s Eighties of dollars. Like, are we talking like twenty, forty, sixty? Are we talking one hundred and fifty? Are we talking? I think a camp. A I think a camp is in like a hundred dollar range, but you're paying for like two weeks at one chunk. You know. Um, okay. Swim lessons. I just signed up both of my older kids. Um, they're gonna learn to swim. Everyone. <laughs> gonna be so less stressed. <laughs> um, oh yeah. And Katie has a fear of of water and kids i know everyone should i feel like everyone should have a good healthy fear of that right right um for obvious reasons but but the problem to swim yeah the problem was i had the fear and didn't take any action to like alleviate the fear other than avoiding the pool (laughs) (laughs) um anyway so uh i signed up my kids for swim lessons and it's the same type of thing it's like you could choose once a week or you could choose every day for like a couple weeks and then it's done um, yeah. So I went ahead and did that one just because I think they're going to learn really quickly if they do it every day for a while. Again, that's a thing that it's only like an hour or less, but you're already out of the house. You've already you've already shown mm-hmm. up at some place so that that's kind of like a strategy of like this is something to anchor your day on. Like I think Emerson's class is only 30 minutes long. So he's like he's going to still be ready to go afterwards. It's not like he's going to be completely exhausted. So we could probably do swim lessons and then one other thing or, you know, swim lessons and then go to lunch or swim lessons, pack a lunch and eat it at a park, something where it takes up just a, I'm (laughs) I'm trying not to say the words like takes up your day because that makes it sound like you're wanting your day to go by quickly. But I guess it's more like it feels like you fills your day. Yeah. Like quality fills your day. Like it feels like you have something to show for your day, I guess. Versus it's like going on vacation and you pick like one exciting thing to do every day. Like today's beach day. Then right. this day we're going to go eat at that fancy restaurant. Right. And then this day you're like anchoring it with like a fun activity. Yeah. It's quality time and yeah. whatever. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not just like, a, oh, we, we watch TV for three days in a row. Huh. Yeah. Summer. Sure, <laughs> sure would like to make memories, but man, that would require effort. Brain power. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, something else that I have done recently, and this isn't, um, it's, I won't say that it's not for the kids, but I, okay. I joined a gym. 
And so that's <gasps> yeah. That is thirty minutes from my house. So if you're like, I can't join a gym because it's not near me. I'm being crazy and I'm going for it because I need it. Again, I'm trying to like fight the pregnancy depression this time. So one of their mission statements is healthy kids. So a lot of their focus is the kids. And I've I've joined gyms before where it feels a bit like you're like, so wait, so I just like leave leave them in this closet. Like, yeah, it's like the lady in the closet looks mad. <laughs> I just give my kids to the mad lady. OK. And then what happens is the kids maybe either the kids maybe don't love it, but you don't feel completely comfortable. And it's one more hurdle and going like, should I go to the gym? I don't know. Like, I don't even feel that comfortable with the kids thing. And you can talk yourself out of it versus open gym and bounce houses and all these like active things set up for the kids where like they're sweating when I pick them up. And that's been really nice. Like, uh, you get you get childcare for up to two hours. I guess they think like I guess they're assuming like if you're in a one hour class, then you can like shower after and not have to like rush back or whatever. But um, if I like pick them up too early, they're like, oh, like so that's always a good feeling. Like <laughs> they're getting a lot out of it, and then I feel super comfortable with them there. And most and there's almost most of the places in the. Um, gym where I'm working out, you can actually see into where they are. So that's kind of fun, too, because you can kind of spy on them on occasion. Oh. And you can see that they're having fun, and it just kind of makes you feel good. But um, and That again, would be a game changer if I could see them. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, and they love them. Like, they, they're so fully staffed. They know all my kids by names already. Like, it just, it feels really, really comfortable. You have to, like, you have to sign in with your ID, with your picture, with a passcode. Like, it feels, it feels good. Um, awesome. Anyway, Shaylee, you should join in Zumba with me. <laughs> I know. You're trying. I drive 30 minutes away from my house to go Zumba with my mom and my sister-in-law somewhere with no child care. But just for the other side of the moms out there, child care is wonderful at gyms. And I'm not just blaming Jonathan for it. I'm, like, on the line, but I'd probably do it if it wasn't Mad Closet Lady. Right, right, Jonathan's right. not entirely comfortable with it. We're just now, like, we'll drop our kids in the nursery at church and feel good about letting strangers watch them because we trust everyone here for the most part. But we're still a little bit, like, no, first I kid. It's I hard. think at the time you're pregnant with your fourth, you're like, anyone? Who's going to take my kids? <laughs> Ikea? Sure. No, I don't know. No, I mean, I have a vivid memory of the very first time I brought infant I'm not infant. I think she was like six months old. Baby right. Callie. That's infant. Yeah, okay, infant. Um, a baby, baby Callie to the gym that I had been previously a member of while pregnant. And I was not, uh-huh. I was not okay. I was not okay. Yeah. I was like the entire time, like just rushing through the class trying to like sprint. Like I was, and then I never went back. So I just, I was not comfortable yet. So know yourself. And if it's not something you're ready for, don't. It's fine. There's other things. Yeah, but I will say, too, you have to not just give your kids off to random people, but at some point, it's okay. Like, it, it you know, and we kept Opal with us even during, like, church services right. for, like, <laughs> you guys remember, you were very nice just to say, like, okay. But it was, like, nine or t- 11 months, maybe, 10 months. And luckily for everyone else, 
she just is a, did great. She's never cried to go in. You know, she's she's fine going with other people. So it's not even like I have a kid that's really clingy and right. screams and I can't handle it. She's she, like, like no, marches in and like says, <laughs> bye, mom. Yeah. So it's definitely just me. And I think like now that I've gotten it out of my system, but I think also having older kids that are in there with the younger ones, like Callie knows what's going on. Right. And she can kind of gauge it. Right. Where I think like when they're little, you just think like. I don't know. We're like, what am I supposed to do? What, like, looks good and looks bad? What age? Because it can look bad to put your kids anywhere, but it can also look bad if you're the parent that won't put your kids anywhere. Right. So it's just kind of like, yeah, gauge where you're at and what you're comfortable with. But I think that childcare at a gym is genius. Totally. And we will get there. We'll get there. You'll get there. Um, Yeah, awesome. So so that's not necessarily a kid-centered activity. It's actually kind of a me-centered activity, although they do love it. But it's another thing yeah. that has been really helpful to anchor my day because I know that my class starts at 9.30. I need, I know I need to show up by that time. And then, then we're in town. We're all dressed. We can go anywhere. And it doesn't have to, yeah. it doesn't have to cost money, but like if we can pack a lunch before we leave and go hit up a park or at least like, you know, go do the grocery shopping or something, anything. We yeah. can usually, we can usually swing one Nature additional, center. um, one additional activity before nap time. And it's, it just feels like a fuller day instead of Absolutely. just feeling stuck inside. Um, Absolutely. So those are some, a few little things you can commit to. Uh, another thing that's a different type of commitment, um, mm-hmm. is, uh, memberships, and I was gonna, I was gonna throw this toward you because once yeah. you, <laughs> once you have signed up for this great value of being a member somewhere, um, it kind of hangs over you, doesn't it? Like it I can should go. You to go. <laughs> so one of my little activity tips for Springfield is we have a place called Itty Bitty City, um, and it's basically it's not a chain, but I think there are similar things in different cities yeah totally i believe yeah but it's basically like it's focused on preschool age children so it's like you know one through eight years old i think so it's not just like a whole bunch of like prepubescent boys running around destroying everything they're all like nine-year-olds or under eight-year-olds and under anyway but it's like a little town that the woman who started it i think she used to work at our like little science discovery center downtown before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's basically like a little city. So there's a schoolhouse, a firehouse, there's like a bakery, there's a vet that has like little hospital gear. Cute. And there's a, there's like a, a one with a little like a tire shop. And then there's like a whole train activity center. There's an area for under 24 months that has like balls and little slide that they close them in and they take their shoes off. That's like their area. Then there's like a stage with dress up clothes. Anyway, it's this awesome place. You have to wash your hands when you enter and when you leave. And there's, it's secure. There's not like a whole bunch of doors. So there's only like really one way in. Um, But all the parents um, stay with the kids and then they have workers who most of them are college students who are in early education uh, school. And they kind of roam and play with the kids. And there's like an art, a water area. And there's an art area where they do little crafts. Anyway, all that to say, it's $9 a child and $3 for an adult just to to come in for however long. You could stay, I guess, all day if you were like really going for it. Um, You can't food in there. So that kind of limits you, I guess. Mm -hmm. For me, if I'm going to say I'm spending $12, that's like a nice lunch. And so... I wouldn't do that unless I had, like, two hours and it'd be once in a blue moon. Right. Well, you can buy a membership there. I think it's, like, 
$200 for the year. It's basically where if you went once a month, it would pay for it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Essentially. And so um, anyway, my mom for Christmas bought half the membership because she's with Opal when I'm working on like shoots and stuff I can't be doing at the house. And so she liked to take her a lot. So she paid for half. I pay for half. So now it's like turned Cheapy McGee. It's like a whole new ball game because I'm like on my way to the store, like want to swing by itty bitty for 20 minutes. <laughs> right. So it's like every time I pass that I could go in if I want. They like all know her name Aww, because cute. she's always there. And so they're like, oh, Paul, when we come in and she feels ownership and like rules the roost. Um <laughs> Anyway, so if you have a place like that... A lot of times they're called children's museums, I've found in various cities. So oh, Google that, okay. too. Okay. Children's museum? Yeah. There's the city the city museum. Uh-huh. Is that right? In St. Louis. That's awesome. It's not the same. I mean, that's obviously a lot more than itty-bitty cities, like, itty-bitty compared to that. <laughs> but anyway, but um, if you find a place like that um, or there's anywhere like that close to you... I would look into even, like, the zoo you can get a membership to. Right. Um, you know, different places like that. So the places that maybe aren't free, look into your top favorite ones and then even ask a grandparent if they could go in half these for, like, Christmas or something. Right. And then all of a sudden I paid $100 one time because my mom paid for the other half. And, like, we we go all the time. We'll go from to 6 and 7 at night sometimes and we're literally the only ones in there. And if it's rainy or it's cold or it's just super, super hot, it's really nice to have an indoor option. Totally. So as far as memberships go for kids, that's my big one. That's my big one. And then the free ones, we have a Bass Pro Springfield is where Bass Pro was founded and started in the original one. <laughs> uh, yeah. So our Bass Pro is better than yours. Um, Johnny Morris, if you yay. want to sponsor this podcast, let us know. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he listens. I'm sure he listens. Um <laughs> He's got a lot of time on his hands because he doesn't have a whole lot going on. Yeah, right. All of the stores opening up all over. Okay. Um, But Bass Pro is an awesome place for kids. Or if you have a Cabela's, which now they're the same thing because Bass Pro bought them. I don't know the legal term. Someone acquired someone. Um, But they have fish tanks. They have live stuffed animals that were real. So that freaks you out. If that freaks you out, don't go. Um, but they have, it's, it, there's so much to do and look at. And they usually have like a little coffee shop or somewhere for like a snack if you want something. And they actually have like shoes. Sometimes I end up shopping there and I'm like, what am I doing? Why? Why? I'm finding stuff I like and I don't want to. I want to buy her like a camouflage like skirt and I've never needed that in my life. But I feel like I do now because I'm getting influenced. Um, but also... The Nature Center is free, and they have their indoor area that's really cool. Um, And then the other activity, story times. Every public library has a story time. I was just about to say that. Yes, Barnes & Noble has a story time. I... My mom really needs to be the one talking about it because she's perfected it. She has Opal today, and she was even like, hold on, what day is it? Friday? Hmm... Okay, so story time. Let's see. The library, it's at this time, and then it's at 10 o'clock at Barnes & Noble, (laughs) which Barnes & Noble doesn't have music, but they get a snack. And she does like the snack. She thinks that's pretty cool. (laughs) But the other one has music. So she, like, has it planned out. So so even if you want to spend no money and you sat and looked at all of the libraries on the north and the south side of town and the one close to your house, and then you look at Throne Barnes & Noble if you have one, 
you could like fill your your week with like other people like playing songs and entertaining your child for 30 minutes at a time <laughs> and that would anchor your day for free right there it's true so Very true also, yeah, I just love libraries. I love libraries. <laughs> I know. Um, it's free books. And I would say, too, like, the little library that we go to in town, they have, like, a little sticker chart, and every time you go four times, you get a little uh, prize out of the treasure chest. And a lot of that, mm. like, our kids totally grab onto, and then they start saying, like, we have to go to Story Time. We can't miss it. Like, I am only I only have one sticker left. We got to go. We got to go. And uh, that's good motivation because, again, that day you yeah. could kind of be like, eh, I'm not feeling it. But when your kids are excited, then you're like, okay, okay, let's go. Um, yeah, and those people love – I mean, technically, we are paying for our libraries because they're public I know. We were already but, paid for it. Right. You've already paid for it. You have the membership at the public library. <laughs> go. Um, the other thing that you can do um, that's also public, we have a public waiting pool. So this would be for people with little kids, but it's actually, like, right by my house. And I finally have a baby old enough to enjoy it. Yeah. Last year, I'd, like, dipper. Like, we're having fun. <laughs> And it wasn't probably as fun. She couldn't do anything. Um, But if you find, I think public swimming pools that are like all ages might be a little bit more overwhelming. Right. I've never been that I can really remember. But the little kitty waiting pool, unless it's like daycare day where they're having a field trip there and it's like crazy, it's usually just like, you know, eight moms hanging out with with their kids and... The water is only 12 inches deep and they're splashing around and it's not like all the big kids doing cannonballs or whatever. It's all just a little shallow pool with a lifeguard. Right. And it's free. Totally free. Yes. So good. You got any other free? Uh, I got a bunch of stuff. So a lot of places, a lot of movie theaters offer a summer movie series. (gasps) Um, Mm. They rerun old family movies like... I don't even know, like from your childhood, <laughs> some of them. <laughs> and um, Homeward Bound. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and then they're super discounted, like two bucks a kid or something like that. And it's like every Tuesday or every whatever. And it's um, pretty early in the morning and like, you know, nine or ten. And so that's kind of nice when it's super hot and you just need to get some AC. There's also such yeah. thing as kids bowl free all summer. Find out if your local bowling alley participates in that because your kids can literally bowl for free all summer long. Do you have to buy an adult bowling pass or anything? Nope. It's like a a kid wellness philanthropy. Wow. I'll link the website in the the show notes where you can check check the listing. Um, Another thing about the library story time is they usually have a uh, summer reading program. So if you have a school-aged kid, then they can try to set a goal of reading 10 books. I believe it's 10 chapter books or 25 children's books, depending on your age-appropriate level. And when you reach the goal, you get a free book. You just pick it out of the little <gasps> store. Um, How cool. Yeah, so that keeps you on your goal. You can set a, your own reading goal, an adult reading goal. Like if you have eight weeks of summer, you want to read eight books. You can set your workout or walking goal. Um, I have a lot of summer. A book a week. Yeah. A book. A, can we just talk about a book a week? If you're the type of person that can read a book a week, I am the type of person. Good for you. I can, I can because read a book a week. if I if I've read a book in a week, I'm like, I can't believe that just happened. Pat on the back. Well, now I'm good for eight months. I just read a book in a week. <laughs> Done. Check. You need to know that I have a binging personality, and it's not a good thing. It is not a good thing. But oh my, my problem gosh. is, is if I start a book, I just read till it's finished. And I will put off other things that are important to finish reading. I'm the opposite of that. I am the opposite. We need to, 
together, we would be the perfect person. <laughs> um, no, we might be too loud. We need a soft <laughs> spirit to mix ourselves with. We'll bring in we'll bring in one of our we'll bring in Audrey and mix her all together perfect. with us, and then we'll be perfect. Um, no, I can never can finish a book. Oh, I'm the opposite. I can't. I don't I'm understand. Sorry. You just let it sit there, not finish. Weird. So many books not finished. But that's why in our girls group, whenever we do a book study, I always just read the whole thing. And then they're like, okay, next week we're going to discuss chapter one. And I'm like, oh, hang on. Let me figure out when, what chapter one was. So you read it twice. You have to go back and reread. <laughs> okay. So anyway, okay. that was a tangent. But Sorry. I'm, I'm Sorry. all about the summer bucket list goal setting. So here's a fun challenge. If you want to keep it free, you could like make a list of like you could create your own like um playground crawl i'm saying it instead of like pub crawl playground crawl like by the end of the summer we want to literally <laughs> we want to literally have gone to every single playground that's offered in the city or uh library crawl like you said earlier i'm gonna make a list and we're gonna check out a story time in each one just something fun to kind of like story time see crawl. if we did it can we get the kids onesies that say like <laughs> playground crawl 2017 <laughs> spring break yep no it'll say summer break summer break okay um our art museum i know a lot of art museums has a little play area i love art museums i could yeah. spend all day there my art museums are also free yeah they're free most most of the time there's a couple that are not but um if they have donations if they have a um play area that's so fun because usually like my kids will look at the art and then we'll like have somewhere to land kind of um my yeah. kids love our art museum they ask to go there all the time it makes me so happy um, coffee shops really? are not free if you buy things, but they... But you get coffee. <laughs> but you can go... Usually they have a pastry or a cookie or whatever, and you can make that a summer goal, too, of, like, let's do our coffee shop crawl and try to hit up all the coffee shops and see which um, has the best cookie or best cupcake. Just not whatever. in one day, or you'll be, like, no. never sleep again. None of these crawls were meant to be in one day. <laughs> it's a summer goal. <laughs> Um, you're like, can we swing? No, back in the car. Back in the car. We got to hit the next one. Got to hit the next one. Okay. Um, but having picnics is the cheapest way to eat lunch yeah. out of your house. It's I highly recommend it. I know that it's obvious, but if you can just take the extra two minutes to pack some PB&J or even do it the night before when you're cooking dinner while you're already in the kitchen waiting for something to boil, you can just make your lunches for the next day. And then, and you can put them in one of those little bags that keeps them cold. Yeah, or you can put them in a wicker basket <laughs> with a nice little quilt. <gasps> wicker basket. Um, but I love picnics; they're so fun. Um, anyway, and then they're no more expensive than if you were eating at home because you brought the stuff from home. Um, That's awesome. To touch on your wading pool, if you are nervous around water, there's a bunch of different parks that have play play in water fountains. So, splash areas. Yeah, yeah, little splash pads. So I think we have two in town. Um, and those are nice because the kids get wet, but you're not that nervous. <laughs> or at least I'm not that mm-hmm. nervous because I'm a nervous water person. They'd have to lay directly on the fountain <laughs> with their nose and mouth where it shoots out in order for it to be, like, real dangerous. Yep. 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 Um, yeah. yeah. Also, we try to always make sure we hit up a baseball game every summer, which we already did ours for the spring. Um, and so that either takes place here locally in our non-major league baseball team, or we go to St. Louis or go to Kansas City try to see one, because that's one of my husband that's ones. So he loves this. Um, yeah. Okay, I have more, but I want to okay. pop quiz you real fast. Okay. Can you guess where my very favorite place to eat lunch is out with my kids, because we can all eat for under $5? 
Wait. All of you can eat for under $5 yeah. total? Me and my three kids, we eat. We are satisfied. Is it somewhere and it's Is it somewhere $5? where it's kids eat free? It has to be. There has to be a kids eat free on this day it, place. The kids do not eat free. I pay for the kids. What? <laughs> I have no idea. I can't even guess. My second I mean, clue I is it's really classy. It's super classy. Like, it's like you probably it's really classy. You probably wouldn't be. I mean, is it McDonald's? Enough. Um, no, it is called Sam's Club Cafe. <laughs> <gasps> I love Sam's Club <laughs> or, oh, or Costco glory. or Costco. If there's a Costco near you, I'm okay. jealous. I don't have. We have a this. Sam's Club here. Um, and you can get those gigantic slices of pizza. Uh, cut in half and so once you do that if you get two of those boom four uh, and right. it comes with a drink and it's all five bucks I am I can't even I love it so much so do you all slurp out of the same drink and then you each eat half a slice of the gino pizza yeah because it's a gigantic cup I'm like I don't need to pay for all this that's true it's no one needs refill. 74 ounces of anything yeah except maybe water so if you can think outside the box, sometimes you can come up with some really cheap eating ideas, too. Because I'm like, every now and then I'm like, wait a minute. So if I if I make everybody's lunch, let's add the bread, the peanut butter, the apples, the jelly, <laughs> the blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I mean, I'm not going to say it's five bucks, Reading a but it's not bad. <laughs> it's not it's not far off. That's so good. All the apples. and the... No, that's so good. Anyway. Um, yeah. But speaking of gigantic stores, uh, I was going to agree with you as far as like some big stores feel more like an event than just walking around a store. So Bass Pro, I totally agree with that. Fish tanks, like we could spend all day there just looking at them. They even have a diving show. Have you taken Opal to that? Uh, no, I haven't. Yeah, you see, like we a, just took her for the fish, like the yeah, first time. You see, like a scuba diver go and they feed the fish. They talk about it. But yeah, um, I have a friend whose wife does that. She's the scuba diver. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> we should have her yeah. on. Um, pretty cool. Uh, IKEA feels more special somehow. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I don't have one near me. But our, there's a cafe in it. But there's a cafe in it, and our kids will spend all day there, and it's fun. Um, the mall. <laughs> the mall totally. <laughs> Totally the mall. Usually it has a play area. Check your local mall. Um, but it's nice because it's enclosed. It's air conditioned. You can stroll for a while. You know, you can eat at the food court if you need if you need to. Or you can bring your own snacks. It's, yeah. It's nice. It's fun. I think I like, I have to go in knowing I'm not, I'm not shopping. And that makes it different. Yeah. Like it's a different. Well, experience. and we go to the little uh, electronic ride area. And then Opal always wants one of those ducks from the little claw machine. But the ducks are $1. <laughs> and life hack. If you go into Old Navy, I don't know if every <gasps> Old Navy has one. The bouncy balls? Back. Well, yes. Okay, first of all, there's a bathroom in Old Navy with a changing table back in the dressing rooms. So that is way better than the public restroom. Yeah. And then also, there's bouncy balls by the dressing room that are a quarter. Yeah. Nothing's a quarter anymore. And they're a quarter. Yeah. And so we always get her a bouncy ball and she holds, I mean, I have to chase it down like seven times before we leave them <laughs> all, but she loves it. Uh-huh. And it's way cheaper. We can get four bouncy balls on four different occasions instead of one of those ducks. Beautiful. Love it. Um, mall. The mall. And I shout out to other big cities like the Crown Center at Kansas City is like, that's not even a mall anymore. That's like, it's just beautiful. An I could, event. I could spend all day inside Crown Center and feel so happy. And the dead of winter, as the sun's beaming through the thousands of open windows yeah. that they have, I'd be like, ah, oh, am I outside? Who's it's like the say? Olympics. Yeah. And then they have a live tree that's the size of a skyscraper. I don't even know how they do I it know. in the winter. I know. Um, 
And also, depending on your comfort level and your age of your kids, but I'll just say again, I have a six-year-old, four-year-old, and two-year-old, and most flea markets actually have grocery carts. Um, It's something like, I never looked for a grocery cart until I had kids, and now you're like, oh, wow, they have those? Really? And so we will (laughs) go sometimes, because I just get a hankering to, like, hunt for old stuff, but what I do is I kind of turn it into a like a scavenger hunt for them and I'm like because you kind of know you kind of know at this point like the things that you're probably going to see and find a creepy creepy naked baby doll exactly exactly that kind of thing and we make it fun uh and we see how many of whatever they can find or like I don't know a a tea kettle or a a dish or whatever and it's a counting game and it's a hunting game and milk glass and I think it's kind of it's teaching them to um I don't know, be observant and stuff like that too. Cause they, they like it. They like to go to flea markets. It's kind of fun. Um, and they just, I, in the yeah, park. estate sales are the same way, but if you can strap your baby to your body, that's, I don't know if I would say bring a baby to an estate sale, but if you have one and they're little and you can still attach them to your body. Yeah. Estate sales are great because they like get to like just the same thing you were talking about with the flea market. There's a lot to see visually right. so they don't get bored. It's not like getting stuck somewhere else. There's just a lot to look at. Right. I think that if you just heard someone say, like, I love taking my baby to a flea market, you'd be like, are you crazy? Like, there's probably so many breakables. <laughs> Everything's so crazy. if you just think of it as, like, no, you can actually strap your child into either a cart or a stroller or to your body. And then it's like, oh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Of course. The sky's the limit then. And speaking sky's of scavenger hunts. Yes. So this is a life hack for the days where yeah. you just can't. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, <laughs> I have on more than... I can't even t- I can't even count how many times I've done this. Have done a super fun driving scavenger hunt where nobody gets out of the car. Everybody is strapped in. Um, uh, the easiest, if you're local, the easiest place to do this is I would drive down to the um, strip of Branson. <laughs> Uh-huh. Because guys, if you if you've not been to Branson, first of all, you're missing out because they call it the magical kingdom. Wait, no, that's not Branson, is it? Do they? The happiest, no, they call it the, the happiest land on the earth. The mini Vegas. Yeah, the other Vegas. These are all good the, taglines, Branson. If you want to buy mini them. Vegas. Um, I feel like that's like really building it up. <laughs> it's like Las Vegas, but there's no casinos or nightlife. Um, or anybody <laughs> under the age of 60. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Put it on your there billboard, Branson. people who live there. Um, so, but picture this. They've, it's it's full of kitsch, which I adore kitsch. So don't think I'm hitting, hating on it. But, like, I'm talking each theater has its own theme. And it's got just weird things, like, growing out of it. Like, there's a King Kong hanging off of a building, grabbing an airplane out of the sky. There's, like, a Ripley's yeah. Believe It or Not, where a building's Ripley's, believe it or not. falling apart. There's a chicken hut that just has a gigantic five-story chicken coming out of it. <laughs> just a huge chicken. Giant windmills, a Titanic museum that's a literal, actual-sized Titanic. Titanic boat. There's a lot to see. To scale. Just from your car window. There's a lot to see. And so, when I used to live um, a little bit more, I lived a little bit more toward Branson. It was more like a 30 minute drive. Now it's like an hour and a half, but um, I'm not, I'm talking like once a week when I was pregnant with Nora and I just knew I needed to get out, but I knew I couldn't chase anybody. <laughs> I couldn't deal. I was like, should we go? Find a ship. Should we go do the scavenger hunt in Branson? And they're like, yeah! And we would like, it would take up the entire oh day gosh. and we just drive down there and then they try to be the first one to shout it out and anyway, it totally worked. Um, 
That's hilarious. So that's, that's a genius. That's a successful scavenger hunt. Now here is a oh oh, and my son was really <laughs> into trains once, so we went on a train scavenger hunt for like two hours. We just tried to drive around town and see if we could find any trains again. It worked. Oh, I thought you meant you did the train in Branson. Oh no, we done that too, though, which one. is fantastic. I loved it. Okay, but it costs money. But it costs kind mega of money. That's like once a year, maybe maybe a, every couple of years. Um, the Polar Express. Yeah, and then here's a scavenger hunt fail that I want to share with you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, Enlighten me. So I thought, I'm having a memory of growing up in Kansas City, right? Uh, right. And I'm trying to, like, equate it to Springfield with no frame of reference, right? So I said, ooh, I have an idea for our scavenger hunt today. Let's drive to the airport and we'll count how many planes we see in the air. Like, picturing, like, the super busy Kansas City International. Yes, yeah, Sp- Springfield is not the metropolis of so, uh, uh, air, Larry, air, air, Yeah, it's, flight. like, the smallest airport. There's four gates, I think. Maybe six. I don't know. Um, There's ten. Oh, is there? But okay. ten's just not a lot. Okay. It's one terminal. There's one terminal. It's actually... There may be more than that. So, it's, you just kind of keep walking, and it's it's just... There's just one little wing. Right. It's actually fantastic to travel in, especially if you're used to, like... It is. You're... You make fun of it. Until you get to a big old one, you're like, "Where's the gate? Right, I have right. to get on a tram." And you're like, "Ours is just there." <laughs> or you're, you're like, um, "Long-term parking is right there, and short-term parking is oh, right there." Okay, also we're, right it's there. It's all right here. Yeah. It's all. This should be pretty easy. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I drove the kids up, and again, I hadn't really been there or thought about it. This was like totally on a whim. <laughs> and so as we're driving up, a plane was landing. So we we're like, "Whoa, this is gonna be awesome! Oh my gosh!" And then we sat there. And I was like, huh, I don't see anymore. Okay, man, it's been like 10 minutes. And finally I found like a arrivals board. And it's like literally uh-huh. one flight every 45 minutes. 45 and minutes. I'm like, and that flight hmm, got delayed. Well, we could wait yeah. here for 20 more minutes and watch uh, one more airplane. but Or we could just leave. <laughs> so that was my failure. But if you're in a big city, totally drive to an airport, sit around, watch watch for planes. If you need to get out of the house and you don't feel like chasing everybody. Yeah. No, that's a good one. That's a good one. So, okay. That's a good one. The last thing, I'm going to tease it because I want this to be a whole other episode. Oh, okay. But if it's the weekend, then my uh-huh. favorite, very, very favorite thing to do with my whole family, husband included, is okay. to do day trips. In fact. Day trips. In fact, my last name is Day. <laughs> And I had a, I had a blog. So it's literally a day trip. I had a blog segment for a while called Day Trippers. I'm pretty sure it was a hashtag as well. But anyway, where we made it a goal, <laughs> we did sort of like a spring, summer, fall bucket list of all the day trips we wanted to take. And um, I'm such a fan because if you expand your radius to like a three-hour drive, like anything, anything is on limits, is within limits if it takes three hours or less to drive there. It's amazing. Wait, wait, but you drive there in one day and drive back the same day and it's three hours away, so six hours in the car? Yeah, or two, you know, whatever. Three would be like the super max, right? Okay. But what I'm saying so is... I feel like three is like, let's stay one night. Yeah, maybe, but if you if you don't have the budget and you don't care to drive at night That's when your true. kids are all sleeping. Um, That's true. But what I was going to say is, if you think about right now, like what we're discussing is kind of like, what's within my 30-minute radius? And that's kind of what we're right. doing. But when you expand that, like what's within an hour radius? What's within two hours radius? <sighs> it's amazing how long totally. the list can get and how weird and fun and hole in the wall stuff you will discover. 
It's so go fun. to little bitty towns and eat at their pie place. Exactly. And go. They have state parks. That my parents did this thing where they just drove all to all the little towns and would eat pie on the weekends. They just find little diners. I love that a pie crawl. See, see all the crawls. Yeah, pie um, crawl. So like one of our favorite ones, we do it almost probably too much, like at least twice a year, if not more, um, is like Crystal Bridges Museum, Art Museum. You can spend all day there. It is like so completely gorgeous and it's only two hours away. So we we just pack up first thing in the morning. We head there. The kids are all excited on the way there because they know it's coming. And then the whole way back, they sleep and they're like exhausted. And then we have good, fun adult chatty time in the car with silence that's so great and uh well and it's an adventure don't tell too much this is gonna be another episode right that's a good one though so i'm just saying these were all of our like sort of i think everything we listed is more what i think of of like i'm home with the kids jared's at work what are we gonna do right but uh we can do another episode where we talk about um um like it's not a full-blown vacation but it's still travel worthy and that is what i call my friend's uh, the day trip. The day trip. Okay. Okay. Travel worthy. And also you could even Google like interesting things around me and it might be like this president's home. Exactly. Exactly. Is the battle of whatever place that you can drive to and go see how people used to live or whatever. Exactly. Well, I will also say we have like a website called It's All Downtown. Yeah. Um or a place that like lists all the cool things. Like here are some here are the festivals we're having. Here are the different places that you can visit. Here are the things that cost money. Here are the things that don't. Um, and it just kind of gives you like a radar of of festivals that we have offered in Springfield, or like just just all of the things downtown. Right. It's all downtown. It's all downtown. Um, yeah, but my so I've been going. I usually go. We have two that are on Walnut Street, which is like our really adorable historic street. Mm-hmm. And one is in the fall, and it's Cider Days. And then the other one is Arts Fest, which is actually next weekend. <gasps> Ooh, yay! A week. Yeah, is next. It's the sixth and the seventh for people who are local. Um, but it's super cute. They have like which you know, Katie. But it's just one of those things. Um, they have like little booths and different crafts, crafters, live and music, makers, and. Live music, a lot of times the people will, like, they'll have cloggers perform or, like, I sang at it when I was in fifth grade. You did not. I was in, like, I not just me solo. There were five of us. <laughs> we were in, like, an ensemble in fifth grade. I don't even, I was, like, I don't even know. That's awesome. Why we, were, we sang a song in, like, about different languages. It was very, it was cutting edge. <laughs> um, anyway, but um, we have that, which is so enjoyable and love going, and I think it's, it does cost to go, but it's not really expensive. It's one of those that's like, you know, you can spend a whole day doing it and it's a few bucks. Right. Um, but that stuff like that is is awesome to go to and for your kids to get to, like, meet the actual person that made this coffee yes. cup or the actual person that made this necklace is, I think, so nice if all they're seeing is either <laughs> I push this button and it shows up on our door in a box. Right. Um, or... Or the mall mass-produced type stuff. It's neat to, you know, get to see the woodworker that's made the chainsaw bear and talk to him and get lemonade or whatever. So Totally. I love it. I would say, yeah, Google what your town has to offer. There's a place that has a list somewhere. You just have to find yeah, it. Yeah, your local, your local festivals and your um, local farmer's markets, too, kind of have the same vibe, too. So totally yeah. do that. Yeah. Google those. Do it. Okay, so we're just in time for our do segment. It. 
Oh, I'm excited. Um, this episode is bordering on slightly too long, so hopefully you have a one-hour commute and you, or 30-minute commute, can break it up into two chunks. You're in your, listen to this on your day trip. <laughs> listen to okay. this halfway to your destination. Um, so this segment is called Potty, potty Fail. fail. <laughs> um, you might run into this if you're potty training a child and doing a lot of activities. Shaylee, guess what? It's... It could happen. I what? am potty training a child. <gasps> wow. <gasps> this is a perfect segment. Okay, so Katie's going to describe, <laughs> from a parent's perspective, a potty fail. Yeah. And then I, Shaylee, am going to describe from the child's perspective. It's going to be great. Okay, I don't know how you're going to do that, but I will I will describe, since you have not potty trained yet. I'm, I'm going to channel um, my inner child. The, just don't worry about it. <laughs> the feeling that you have is hopeless desperation uh, mixed with mm-hmm. uh, embarrassment and confusion. Uh, I've had mm. so many potty fails with my three kids at <laughs> this point. Sounds like my middle school years. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, that uh, I can't even really begin to count, but I feel like they usually start with like, hey, we're going into Target. You want to use the potty now? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah, no. I'm sure. I'm no. sure. And then they get to the farthest <laughs> possible geometric angle <laughs> they get to the lawn away the lawn and garden yeah, we're lawn, lawn and garden and then they go i need to go to the bathroom right now and then you think oh no and you sprint you get there and either it's already too late and you've got to deal with it or um they get there and they're like never mind <laughs> you're like oh uh. um and then you you consider slapping a diaper on them and saying just you know what this was way more convenient just just wear a diaper forever but they give you a warning? The kids? Yeah. Oh, that that time they did. Most of the time it's just too late. Okay. Most of the time it's okay. just just hopeless, horrible accident that you have to like. <laughs> so tell me specifically an one accident. Um, <laughs> like uh let's see. I, I ha- it happened at Hobby Lobby the other day where we were thinking about Recent. buying a couple different plush toys and then so we had a bunch in the car and then Nora peed on all of them and I had to buy all of them oh my gosh oh so my that gosh that was bad oh my and gosh. then you're like trying to like ring it up without telling the cashier like you're like can I be sly about this no you're like holding the tag out for her and <laughs> she's like reaches her hand out you're like no it's, it's it. good I'm it. holding it it's, it's scan it um, scan it. So that's a that's pretty recent horrible potty fail. What what about you? That's a that's a okay. So I'm gonna walk you through what Nora was feeling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Nora's in the car. She's just hanging out. She's enjoying being with all these stuffed animals. They're really soft. <laughs> she likes sitting on them. They're cushiony. She's playing like a I Spy game with the family, and she thinks in her head, "I feel the tingle." And I kind of need to go potty, but if I tell my mom, then she's going to have to go to the very back of the store. It's going to take a lot of time. (laughs) And so maybe I'll just go and no one will know. Okay, I'm going to let it happen. I'm starting to go. This is feeling good. It's solving the problem that I had in my mind. (laughs) Oh, wait. This is getting everywhere. What was I thinking? It's getting on all of the stuffed animals. (laughs) And now someone's going to find out about this thing that I thought was just between me and my thoughts. <laughs> and now I'm scared and I'm confused 
and I am sitting in itchy pee pants, <laughs> which is no one's no one's idea of fun. I didn't want this any more than you wanted it, Mom. <laughs> it's just how it happened. It's just how Shayla, it you seem really in so, tune with Nora's feelings. Why? Why are you? Uh... Here's the thing. <laughs> And actually, I didn't even think of, but it correlates because it was at Bass Pro. I have a weird, vivid memory of certain things when I was young. And I remember very clearly a whole internal thought process before choosing to pee my pants in a public place. And then everything that happened afterwards. And so now I feel like I understand. I understand. We were looking at the tracker boats. We were with a family friend. (laughs) And I just didn't feel like taking the time to have to tell an adult they have to walk me to the bathroom (laughs) they have to wait for me so I thought I'll just walk behind this boat and relieve myself and I did and then halfway through relieving because the kids thinking there's a feeling that's uncomfortable I need to release the urine to feel comfortable I'll do it behind this boat because I realized that that's the wrong place to do it. I'm supposed to be doing it in the bathroom. And then halfway through the release, you see the puddle puddling. And I saw the puddle and I thought, oh, no, they're going to see the puddle and they're going to know, which I don't know why I didn't think about that before. (laughs) I was probably way too old to be peeing my pants. And I saw the puddle and I was in like a windbreaker suit or something. I don't even know what I was in. And I just remember my mom wasn't there. So like our family friend mom. Betty. Thanks, Betty. (laughs) Had to take me to the bathroom. And I just remember, so I cut to the puddle. And then I just, my next memory is being in the bathroom without my pants on. And she's wiping me down going, Shaylee, I just don't understand why you didn't just tell us you needed to go to the bathroom. We would have taken you to the bathroom if you just would have said, I need to go to the bathroom. And I was sitting there thinking, huh, yeah, that would have fixed all this. And I didn't have... Any change of clothes, so my dad had to give me his windbreaker jacket, and we tied it around my waist, (laughs) and I wore, like, a skirt the rest of the day, and they had to carry me because I didn't have any, like, underwear or pants on. So what you're saying... So I understand. Nora just didn't want to put you out. So what you're saying... They're trying not to put the parent out, by, and then it ends up putting them out more. (laughs) It's just, we mean well in the moment. We mean well. Right. Right. Well, thank you for that insight, and, you know, I don't think I was exercising empathy... I, I need to go apologize you know? to Nora. Yeah. How old were you in the story, uh, Shaylee? Potty Phil? <sighs> I'd have to... Well, we were living in Springfield, so I know I was at least <laughs> old enough. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think I was like four or five. I was like... Yeah. Too old to be peeing my pants. <laughs> too old. <laughs> yeah. We only got one chance at life. Don't miss a chance to blow. Because opportunity comes. You better. Once in a... Nah, we're going to... That's it. We, I, I give up. <laughs> Shaylee and Katie, the podcast was recorded in Springfield, Missouri. Thank you so much for listening. We'd love to hear from you on Instagram, Facebook, and our favorite spot of all, an iTunes review. Also, feel free to email us at shayleeandkatie at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys. Seriously. We love you. Too soon.